2: is so corny to play heat no. wave Martha and the Vandals. that's Vandellas Vandella
0: <laughs>
2: yeah they're talking is, about you know bringing the is? heat that's corny it's,
0: it's...
3: wait a minute Oh, it's just no, 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 this it's, is, it's no, 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 uh... it was dummy's idea, it was your stupid idea, no, no, Do you think I... I want to play, there's only 21, let's play heat wave, I
2: just graduated from Brown, does seem like a heat don't wave, don't serve me
3: up like that, you weenie, go, unbelievable, go,
2: golly, <laughs> <laughs> what is a heat wave anyway, At what we're having right now compared to what we've endured, it is 40 degree, well, maybe not 40, but... Uh, you want to hear some dreadful 30? weather uh, news? Uh, there's been
3: a lot of it around the country.
2: What do you got? Pretty much the weather, uh, pretty much the
3: country is cold. Uh, uh, yes. Just a minute, let me get rid of this. I I saw the uh, the weather map. It's it's freezing everywhere. Uh, look at maps.
2: Look at Maps. December set the record for the least amount of sunshine seen in Moscow, weather experts say. The sun did not come out even once for the entire month, said the weather website Mideonovotsi. Ah What? According to Russia's main weather center, the sun did shine for six minutes, but normally Muscovites get dozens of hours December Of December sunshine, Russian winters are famously freezing. But this week, the cold in Yakutia, in the far east, dipped below seventy-six below. No, 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 no. no. Million people live in there. You can't say like Yakutia.
3: Yeah. This is Russian town. Uh Yes. Then you say like Yakutia. You have to always. uh, You always have to pretend your life is um is is boring and dull, and you're you're mad, and you know people are spying on you when you when you mention a Russian town, Yakutia. This is like when you say, uh, "What is happening? What's going on?" Shetakoya, uh, Shetakoya, and then may I continue? Then when you say
2: good luck, July Sh- Sh- Odachi. Yeah. a remote region also known as the Sakha Republic.
3: The, it's much better, much improved. You got a lot of ways to go, but it's yeah.
2: historically the coldest part of Russia, even for the Sakha Republic. This is, I know. I'm. Yes. I was, I'm almost at a deli in New York. This uh, you, are, you are. You are like.
3: Eastern uh,
2: American from New York or Russian? Uh, Maybe like Orthodox. Uh, the kids are kept indoors and schools are shut when the cold gets below, uh, you know, 120 below or whatever. We stay know. inside and we drink vodka. But no, no. Here's the hot no, tips for cold we weather from this, Russia. This is what we do. Don't drink spirits. Drunkenness causes great heat loss. Don't do that. Wear loose clothing to keep blood circulation normal. Okay. And you, be ready to play Twister. Just <laughs> to keep warm. If you feel frostbitten on a walk, find a warm place, a shop, a cafe, a doorway. Mm-hmm. You are open? I hear a bell's jingle as door opens. Don't remove your boots if your feet are frozen. They'll swell up, and you won't be able to get your boots back on. Get to a warm place. You could shove your frozen hands in your armpits to warm them up. Yes, but then they smell like Siberia. <laughs> yeah, what, what? What, it did, what did I do? Why I mean, this, as I look back on my life, this, uh, what, you, you where did I? Where did I? Why do I have to endure this suffering? What because happened? It is because you
3: speak truth. You are a truth monger. <laughs> If your but ca- you're still a great
2: denier. <clears throat> if your car breaks down far away from habitation, you should stay in your car and phone for help. What if cell phone use is not good? Avoid the wind. It increases the risk of freezing. When children are outdoors, they should return to the warmth every 15 to 20 minutes. Wait a minute.
3: Oh, they should come inside. If they're playing outside, they should come inside. boy. Got it. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. I still like a Russian. I, I've been told people say you ought to speak like Russian. You don't smile, and you say like, go. Got I it.
2: wish uh, I wish
3: you were a reader. Uh, I, I am oh so in You're going to do the Russian novels again?
2: No, don't you. Don't, <laughs> don't you worry. You
3: know, Agent 20 Orange.
2: Gin Orange? I, I, it's just, they're just so wonderful. Just, just, uh, you. Would Child know. 100. No. The newest is the ge- uh, gentleman in Moscow. I've yes. already talked about it.
3: My yes. driver. My driver. No. <laughs> no. What do you write? Oh, Mad River. Not my driver. Where's my driver? <laughs> <laughs> he said it once or twice while playing golf. Where's my driver? Corky Wait. McCorkle. That's a great name for a book. My driver. <laughs> No, it was
2: Mad River. <laughs>
3: okay, you're gonna get
2: me. I'm a, getting it out of my system. At a no, you're both. Uh, you're both to blame. I'm not doing anything. What's the temperature? You got 21. As long as we went through the corn pole and Martha and the Vandellas heat wave, what's the what's the temperature? Twenty-one
1: today, right really? now at this time. Really,
2: really. But doesn't that feel good compared to uh, what it's been? Oh my yes. god.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's kind of nice when the air doesn't
2: hurt your face. You know what I've been doing right. uh, regarding uh, space management? What? Uh, so far this year, I've only shoveled by hand. I've not used a snowblower. I haven't started mine before. I started at the beginning of the year, but I have not.
3: And again, another season of your Honda snowblower, which you gifted me uh, some 18 years ago.
2: I have no idea.
3: Yes. Well. Brand new. Where so, was I going before you went off on another snowblower? Siberia. Story? No. No, that was it's it's a reading.
2: You've shoveled manually once. So. Well, in the coldest weather, it, it won't occur beginning right now, but sublimation takes care of a lot of it. Sublimation is when that, a lot of the stuff just miraculously disappears due to uh, whatever that phenomenon is sublimation. Sublim- it dries up, the, it just dries it up.
3: How do you do sublimation? Is that under, like sub? Like if you're, if you substitute for someone, are you under them? Like sub, or like if you eat a sandwich, is the bottom part of the sub of the sub? You know what? No, How do you determine where it's sub? Because the sub is always above ground. See this? Yes. Just been sharpened. You're gonna stab me through the heart with a pencil. I am. Right I now. I hope sharp. Show that sub so of skin.
2: Firing off opinions quicker than some do those late night tweets. Fifteen hundred ESPN.
0: I, baby, away. You something on your mind. You
2: it's the end of the world as we know it, it. And he feels fine. Joe I, I want to give a Garage Logic tip of the cap. To a, Julie Craven, a GL tip of the cap to, to who? Julie Craven. She's with uh, uh, who's she with? Julie Craven. Craven. She's with Our Lady of Lourdes Catholic Church in Minneapolis. Craven. No. no. Craven. That's like a. Uh, what are you?
3: Craven. No. Like a no. white no. castle. No. That's what I. Cra- I'm, I'm. I'm craving it. Craven is like. This is the woman's name. Yes, uh, lacking in courage. No, it's a cowardly. No, no, <laughs> cowardly, cowardly person.
2: No, yeah, it's the woman's name.
3: Like the line in your, your bear
2: update. Julie Craven <laughs> is the. Uh, what is she? She's the head of communications. Yes. How do you? You don't even know what I'm talking about. I know yet. what I'm craving. C Raven. So I remember to spell it. That's it. She's with uh, Our Lady of Lourdes uh, Catholic Church. Did I say that? Yeah, I think so. She came up with a, uh, uh, a clever, I think, terribly clever uh, Facebook post okay. uh, that has gone viral. If you made any promises during the last <clears throat> 10 seconds, and then she and then underneath that it says, Sunday Masses are at 30, 11, and 7 p.m. Get it? If you made any. I gotcha. Yep. So she's she's addressing the uh, the Vikings game. In, in other words, last Sunday, if you were promising the moon during the last seven, uh, 10 seconds, she say,
3: hey, we're open. you
2: got to go see Come on your,
3: in. Better come in and say you're welcome oh, to Oh, I Lord. think it was a stroke That's of genius. That's very clever. Very uh,
2: clever. In the, in the day since it was posted uh, yesterday, it, it was shared more than 7,100 times but viewed more than that. Uh I think I already committed to a confession for the words I used during the last hour as well, wrote Nick Fritzen on the church's Facebook page. Others call it a clever way to evangelize, uh, while others uh, called the posting an infusion of grace. It's the po- it's the brainchild of Julie Craven, who used to handle communications for Hormel, hmm. and now does the same for the historic church just across the Mississippi River from downtown Minneapolis. It's in the— uh, Oh, uh, a Island area, isn't it? I went to a wedding there once. It's a nifty-looking church. I've never been there, but it sounds neat. Uh, She was at the game and took in the delirium and thought, there's a Facebook post in there somewhere. It was just crazy. Uh, The Reverend Dan Griffith, the church's pastor, is a diehard Packers fan, known for making wisecracks about the Vikings at the end of his sermons. Mm. Recently, instead of wishing the best for the faithful who follow the purple— Griffith simply said he was willing your collective good. Craven said, "Okay, this has been hard for him." Said Craven, giving another reason for the sassy post. This has been a delight. This has been delightful, and it has been a blast watching the response. The church dates to the 1870s. Is one of the city's oldest churches. Wow, doesn't now get I, enough attention, does
3: it? No, no. it will I now. Need to stop by and poke my head in there.
2: Plus, they got a seven o'clock mass.
3: If I things aren't
2: really- going well, you could run over at halftime. <laughs> right? Right.
3: you little divine
2: intervention. You know, let's compare this. Uh, I think it's unlikely that that such a talisman is being developed in Philadelphia. I, I think it's unlikely that, a, that a, a, a witty church lady in communications has come up with something similar in Philadelphia. Oh, you're probably right. When you get right down to it, based on my experiences in Philadelphia over the years— we are, uh, we are the babes in the woods uh, going to visit the big bad wolf. Is what okay. this amounts to. Got it. This is this is going to be no. Uh, this is going to be difficult. Yes. Uh, here it is Wednesday. People are still talking about it. I can assure you that uh, we are we are charmingly innocent, uh, 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 collectively, uh, compared to what's in store. Uh, for everyone, Sunday afternoon at late in the afternoon, the these people, you know, boo Santa Claus and God help them! Don't send that Millie Wall or whatever. No, yeah, that no. would be. They'll, <laughs> they'll uh, rip her out of her walker yeah. and throw the walker over the balcony. Right, they, that this and beat is her not. With it. Yeah. yeah, this is not. This is this is the real deal. What happened to Philly? They've never won a Super Bowl. Nope. They've been in the league
1: since 1933. They uh, uh, well, not not to mention added to that, they have their star quarterback, you know, injured. But
2: see, that's karma flowing in their favor. Well, Don't I think, you think? It, I think
1: it's added anger into what could have been.
2: Oh, I I I see the absence of Carson Wentz as as a karma flow in their favor. Mm. Look at us. We're we're downtrodden. We lost the guy who got us here, but we're gonna rally around Nick Foles. And uh uh I, I see it as a positive in their in their sense.
1: Well, but the Vikings lost their starting quarterback and their starting running back within the first four weeks of the season. Your point being. Well, that can't the Vikings then use that same Yeah, but it's not like they lost Bradford two weeks
2: ago. You know. This sure. guy had the whole season. Uh, Casey, Case Keenum had the whole season to uh, uh, develop uh, his skills.
3: Yeah, but as recently as 1976, the city of Philadelphia, uh, they always, I mean, they seemed like good people. Oh, I recently no, watched Rocky. Think? I
2: recently watched Rocky. Rocky's running you, through you, the streets you, of you, Philly you, you and he's getting hey, support can, from everybody. You can't base anything on the movie Rocky. He was running around the streets of Philly. So what? It take a it mo- back. Do, do, hey, do, it do. was a movie. They had extras. Name the football movie that involves the Eagles. Let's see how sharp you guys are. Let's break this down. Invincible. The, Vi- the Vikings have never been involved as a subplot in a movie, to the best of my knowledge. Are you talking about the Mark Wahlberg one? No. that was about- no, not Mark He's talking about uh- Silver Linings Playbook. Oh, sure. With Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence and Robert De Niro. That was a big box office hit. I, I, when uh, the Bradley Cooper character is off his marbles a little hey, bit. Hey, 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 I didn't see it yet. I no, mean, you won't. Uh, he's off his marbles a little bit, and but his dad, played by De Niro, who's a crackpot in real life anyway, uh, believes that the son can uh, gain redemption by obsessing as much as the father does on the success of the Eagles. Oh. You've got De Niro uh, playing your your uh, your role, we don't have anything like that in Minnesota. We are babes going into the dark forest, hmm. babes. I'm hmm. saying.
3: All right. Well, I'll, I'll watch it. You'll watch what? That movie? The
2: game? No, the movie you're talking about. Jennifer Lawrence. Well, it's. Oh. Yeah. It's the. It's a subplot. Apparently, I, I saw it. I'm trying to remember. Silver Lining Playbook. Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, the Bradley Cooper character was in a, a mental institution uh, following a divorce, and he gets out, and the parents are worried about him, and yada, 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 and he falls in step with Jennifer Lawrence, and and, and, the, and the subplot is, if only you were an Eagles fan like your father, uh, none of this would have happened to you. Something mm. like that. Got but, it.
3: So it's like coping with people's problems. But I mean, okay. look what
2: we're putting up against that. Millie. Yeah, but we've had heartbreak and and, uh, and Lord's Church Willie and uh, what's it called? What's the church's Our name? Our Lady
3: of Lords? Uh, yeah, eighteen seventy.
2: Our Lady, Our Lady of Lords Catholic Church. Yeah, uh, but we've had major heartbreak. We've had. Uh, Can you have heartbreak in a franchise that's only fifty-seven years old? Heartbreak is people in Chicago sitting in cemeteries. With a transistor radio, so that their departed ones could know that the Cubs were about to win a World Series. That is the
1: epitome of of heartfulness. But if you're going to go down that path, I'm going to. Then, what what other franchise could claim that? Because In what? if you're if you're talking about how long it's been since a championship, now that the Cubs streak is over, I mean the Vikings. I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying we're fairly new to
2: this angst game. Cosmically speaking. 1961? Well, it's 57 years. It's not like the they got here with, yeah. uh, with John Calhoun. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. That's still a pretty 57 I'm, years. You know what? I'm offering a cautionary tale. I'm offering a cautionary tale. My Sundays, no Reavers. You'd have to agree with me.
1: I, Sundays no cakewalk. I just shared this with Johnny before the show. I actually think they're going to lose. Well, on I, I'm not.
2: I'm not going what? one way or yeah. the other. Why, dummy? I, just What's because wrong with you?
1: it's the a. It's the Vikings. I want them to win. Obviously, it's it's it would be great. I just I, I have I'm starting to have that feeling.
3: We're trying to get over things it's like that on, and the, put road. Us on the map, or, and we're trying to to not fail.
2: Uh, Philadelphia Eagles established in 19. I came up with that, Matt. It's 1933. Let's bring in John Height. Yeah.
0: Commencing garage
2: logic segment number three. John? Yeah. As is our cover. Sure. <laughs> uh,
3: Roy? Yes, hello, Joe. Hi. Confirming your take on sublimation, here is the definition from the AMS glossary. All
0: right. Sublimation. The transition of a substance from the solid phase directly into the vapor phase without passing through an intermediate liquid phase. Thank you, sir. You're very welcome. All
2: right. I'm still confused,
3: but I know what it is, so that's
2: the key. He had a cool voice. He had the narrator's kind of voice. I almost thought it was going to, he sounded like Rick from Harlingen. <laughs> he said it was from the AMS dictionary. Isn't that American Meteorological? Uh, that's right. Yeah. Was that Roy Finden, maybe? Wait, what's his name, Roy? Yeah. Yeah. I think that was Roy. Oh, that would have been. because I explain sublimation to you? If you have a little snow left on the driveway, sometimes it's gone the next morning because the it turns into a vapor. Well, yeah, I know what it is,
3: but I didn't know well, the. You obviously didn't. Know I didn't what know it what was. the technical. And if that is my former instructor and uh, former meteorologist here at uh, Channel Five, Roy Finden, then I would go with whatever he says. What were
2: you trying to tell me about a credit card?
3: <laughs> have you ever? I was watching TV, Joe.
2: Why are you so? What is so wound up with you that you have to do W all the time?
3: You got me talking like a Russian guy. Yeah. And W, <laughs> and I saw this guy. He was cutting a. Tomato with a, it started with a dull credit card. It didn't work. Never. I've never cut a tomato. He failed. But then he ran the edge through the Bavarian edge, and he sliced through that thing like hot butter. (laughs) It was amazing. So I picture, hey, Lord, do you have any knives over here to cut? No, wait. I've got my charge plate right here. I'm going to slice through the tomato.
2: Charge
1: plate. Charge plate. Charge plate. They call them charge plates. It's
3: not a plate anymore. It's it's not a plate. (laughs) No. 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 Plate. You would eat
1: dinner off of it.
3: Yeah,
4: I like can slice a frozen steak too. Here's John Height. Thanks, yes. Joe. It's sunny and 21 degrees. This update sure. brought to you by Catholic United Financial. Orlando beat the Wolves last night, 108 to 102. Broke the Wolves' winning streak at five. Uh, after the game, Jimmy Butler uh, not very happy with. Oh, no, he was
2: not. He told... You know, wait, stop.
4: Yeah, I have a punishment
2: for rookie. Okay, he's, he's not here right now. I'm in his head. I know, but here's the deal. Then you have to. If you're going to be this disruptive, <laughs> then every time you speak today, it has to be in a different voice. Oh
1: my God! So every when I'm ge-
2: single no, you just spoke. No, no if if I cho- how about this?
3: If I choose to interrupt or or. Uh, Just completely derail the show. Yes, it has to be in a voice.
2: It got to be, and they have to be continually changing. It can't be W for the next two hours.
3: But if you're asking me a a a question, I've got to respond
2: as rookie. No, or a different voice.
1: Okay. Now, wait a minute, just to set the boundaries here. Yep. If he does W to start to kick things He's off. He's done with W. For the rest of the show. I say so. Okay. Oh, let's put him in the bank. Once. No, you're done. You're good. done with That's W, so and you're done with
2: the Russian guy. So now you're, you, you are tasked yep. with completely different voices. I got you. I think. I think I can do it, because
4: there's different accents. I don't accents. need you to describe to me. Yes, sir. That's the rules. <laughs> we got it. Go, Johnny. After the game, Butler said, we need to humble our damn selves. I'm glad we lost. Came in here on our high horse thinking we're a really good team and we haven't done anything yet. Good for us, man. The Wolves play at Houston
2: tomorrow. Well, I'm glad they have that uh, fellow on the team to Mm -hmm. remind them that they, they have, in fact, done nothing yet.
4: News notes from today, a record number of Minnesotans in the individual market signed up for the 2018 health coverage through Minsure, according to a press release issued this morning. According to the state's insurance exchange, 116,358 Minnesotans had enrolled for 2018 coverage. That exceeded the previous year's record of 114,810. Additionally, Minsure officials reported more than 60 percent of enrollees qualified for advanced premium tax credits. Allison O'Toole is the CEO. She said this was Minture's most successful open enrollment ever. Not only did a record number of Minnesotans sign up, but system enhancements and new tools help make the consumer experience better than ever before. Neighbors at uh, St. Catharines University are pleading with the school to keep green space on campus. I can't believe this story. It's, uh, it's uh, windmilling. The privately-owned university has already made the decision to turn a large wooded area off of Cleveland Avenue into a parking lot. Yesterday, school officials explained to neighbors why they're finished exploring other options to the parking problem at the school. Vice President of Safety and Security Mark Johnson said everything was completed in regard to obtaining the proper permits for the project. Johnson said there are about 550 more parking permit holders at St. Catharines than there are available spots. Schools already raised permit costs by 25%, but that didn't deter students, faculty, or staff from buying them. Johnson laid out the issue to the community yesterday, saying adding a ramp or underground parking would cost more than the school can afford. He also said 78% of the trees in the wooded area on campus are already dead or diseased.
3: This is a problem that many of the neighbors (laughs) are complaining about, and they don't have any reason to complain because... There's a fence, and they have to go across the fence to get onto uh, the woods. So this kind of bothers me as well.
2: But I'm sure... uh, These
3: are woods that I have played in as a child. I
2: know. I'm sure... uh, A lot of
3: pot smoking in those woods. (laughs) Quite a bit. I'm sure... I grew up fast.
2: I'm sure that they're uh, uh, heavy on faculty who bemoan the automobile. There's your your windmilling. There we go. There you have it. There's Height. Here's John (laughs) Heights. You can't use
4: that one anymore. Oh, that one's out, isn't it? That's done. Okay. Steve Bannon has stuck a, a struck a deal with special counsel Robert Mueller's team and will be interviewed by prosecutors instead of testifying before the grand jury. And according to sources, he is expected to cooperate with the special counsel. The sources did not say when the interview would take place or if the subpoena would be withdrawn. Bannon, the former White House chief strategist for President Trump, is expected to talk openly to Mueller's team. Bannon's attorney told the House Intelligence Committee yesterday that Bannon would answer questions when he goes... the special counsel because executive privilege would not apply according to one of the sources i have a question Mm -hmm. uh for both john height and reavers okay uh
2: would could we make the argument that sunday's game is the most anticipated in a long time for vikings fans
1: Yeah, yeah oh Boy, yeah. the, What was the one where uh since 09, probably well I was
2: gonna say, wasn't oh 09 to get into the NFC title game?
1: No, the 09 lost to the Saints that was was to the, go to the Super Bowl. That was the NFC title
2: game. Mm-hmm. Was there was there what I don't remember, and it's not that long ago. Was the mood as festive uh then as it is now?
1: I think there was more doubt because the Saints were a much stronger foe than the, what the Eagles present. You yeah. mean the Seattles? No, they played. It was the Saints. They played the Saints in 09? Yes. Yeah. What? I'm,
2: when did you're thinking, of the, 20, did Blair miss you're the thinking of the?
4: 2015 15. wild card game. Oh, that's. Okay. But and that one, okay. Seattle okay. was favored mm-hmm. right. uh, to win. All right, not yeah. handily, but uh, they were. Good yes, this favorite. would
1: be the most anticipated game since the 2010 NFC title game. All right. At- like
4: my opinion. Oh boy,
3: <laughs> I sure think they're gonna win it all. Oh boy, Whoa, Nelly. Keith, Vikings beat them all.
2: I'm sorry that I'm sorry that you passed, Keith. That's no problem.
3: Feeling fine up in
2: heaven. <laughs> Apple said it. Oh, it'll... boy. Johnny Hype. <laughs> Apple said Honest it. to God. Well uh-huh. I, I, I can't complain. It was my idea. Yeah, yeah
4: it's your right. idea. Yeah, the stars, whenever I interrupt, i got to do a voice. Apple said it'll build a second corporate campus and hire 20,000 workers in a $350 billion five-year commitment to the U.S. economy. Apple, the world's biggest company by market capitalization, said today it'll contribute $75 billion of that amount through investments in American manufacturing, planned capital expenditures, and then what it called a record tax payment after it repatriates overseas profits. The company said it expects to pay roughly $38 billion on its foreign earnings as required by $1.5 trillion tax dollars in overhaul signed into law by President Trump. Apple has 84,000 employees in the U.S. who would meet its goal of adding 20,000 jobs by building a new corporate campus and through hiring at existing facilities. That new location will be announced later this year. It will initially house employees who provide technical support for Apple Customers, I just have one question it's about that uh, company. Uh,
3: I that one company, Apple's. Yeah, apples. Uh,
2: do you feel the need that you have to weigh in all the time? It's not a company,
3: Apple's, they make uh, apples. Make computer, right? right? Apple's. I heard a lot of people invest into a company called Apple's. Uh-huh. And I just Clamp. want to know how uh, Josh Arnold. He uh, he do a, a really good show Saturday, and he always talk about Apple's. Uh huh. And I I don't know if he talks about fruit.
2: You're going to run out at this stage <laughs> well, because gonna, you're, you f- are <laughs> you obviously feel the need that well, you I have to feel, interrupt all the time. I feel
3: like it recycles, you know. <laughs> Maybe do like Clem's brother, you know, Rick, something like this.
2: Uh-huh. Well, we're going to take a break now and come back. I don't have
3: my answers about uh, the company Apples.
2: Okay, you're done with that now. Yes, sir. Here's Dave Dahl. Very
0: nice January afternoon, huh, Joe? Lovely. Yeah, it's 21 right now. The average is about 23, so we're just a couple degrees short of that. We should top out around 24, 25. Mostly clear skies, not as cold tonight, low down to 18. Tomorrow, 36. Nice little January thaw again. With mostly sunny skies, we're going to see some snow melt, and that right. could lead to some fog by tomorrow night. Pardon?
2: I said all right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> 24 for tomorrow night. Then on Friday, partly cloudy skies, a little warmer, up to 40. And that will again cause some moisture in the atmosphere, We could, which will probably lead to some fog Friday night. Clouds and fog on Saturday, light snow developing late, could be mixed with some freezing drizzle at times. 36 for the high temperature on Saturday. And then accumulating snow looks pretty likely on Sunday. That, that could be kind of a mess of a day. 30 for the high. Temperatures dropping to the 20s for highs for Monday and Tuesday, teens for highs by Wednesday. Another little cold Arctic shot is going to push at us, but nothing really sub-zero, uh, even in the middle of next week. Right now, Joe, heading for a high of about 25. We're at 21. All right, thank you. Thank you.
2: Uh, Joel, go ahead, please.
0: Yeah, uh, Mr. Mayor, a uh, little earlier in the program, you mentioned uh, wondering about if the Vikings had been in any movie or cinematic project or something. Yeah. And I think it was 1966, it was a movie called The Fortune Cookie, it would have been Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon's first kind of duo heading a movie together, when yeah. they started, they did a bunch of movies, but in that one, Jack Lemon plays a cameraman, and the Cleveland Browns are playing the uh, Minnesota Vikings, and he gets taken out on a sideline play by the star running back for Cleveland, and he hurts his neck, and... And he gets sent to the hospital. Okay, but so. that
2: wasn't that was that was just a scene. That wasn't a subplot of the entire movie.
0: Yeah, but it, it kind of kicked off, you know, the movie. I don't care. It
2: wasn't. A, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't part of the plot. No, no, that's true. All right, thank you. Yeah, bye. Uh, this is just breaking now. Newsweek kills story on White House intern blockbuster report. Twenty-three-year-old sex relationship with president. Well, wait a minute. That's that's twenty years ago. That was Clinton. Never mind. It was twenty, hey, wait, wait, John, 20 wait, years. Wait, wait, wait.
3: Hang on a sec. What? Tell me this story again. Uh, since you, uh, since I have to doing impersonation each time, if uh, if one of my guys comes up in the news, I think I should be able to talk about him. It was twenty years ago today. Yes, it
2: was. <laughs> I that, check it every day. That Newsweek killed a story on check what uh, on your uh, apparent uh, you relationship know. with Monica Lewinsky. Yes.
3: Mm-hmm. I haven't seen her forever. I I just. You know that that story kind of gets uh, got out of control because I did not have a relationship with that woman,
2: right. Miss Lewinsky. Thank goodness, though, it's not a headline from today.
3: Now, this—I don't think this president could do anything like that. He's—he's he's not smart enough. How is the home life there, Bill? Uh, it's quiet. Hillary, she's uh, she's out running around. She likes that that pie and coffee. Mm-hmm. That was kind of
2: like a Bush deal. I got a. I got a note from uh, Steve who writes, I'm a bit behind on podcasts, so I apologize if this has been covered. But how fitting can this new job opportunity be for bike lane Betsy? Her Golden Parachute has dropped her from one parallel universe to another. He's referring uh, uh, to—he lives in Liberal Lakes, too. He's referring to a piece that was only in the Minneapolis paper today. Former Mayor Hodges has been tapped— by the Harvard Kennedy School to be a spring resident fellow at the Institute of Politics. Uh, that She quite literally has gone from one parallel universe to another. She has gone from the political class to the academic class. It's unbelievable. She and six other fellows will regularly interact with students, lead study groups, and participate in the intellectual and social life of the Harvard community. Didn't Jesse Ventura do that? Uh, He did indeed. And I'm not interrupting, so I'm not going to use his voice. The fellows will lead discussions on trade policy, racial equality, policing, local governance, technology, and politics, social activism, how public policy is developed by conservatives and progressives, in the future of the two-party system. Uh, well, God, God love you, Betsy. You know what I'm. You know I have a, I have a. I have a dark thought. What's that? As much a sport as we had with uh, bicycle Betsy Hodges, mm-hmm. I think with each arrival of a new mayor, we'll come back and uh, uh, wish what we had for. In other Ooh. words, Hodges may end up looking pretty good by the time Fry gets done. Ah. Chris Coleman might look pretty good by the time Carter gets done. Mm-hmm. I, I think I think politics is, is so off the rails and uh, the, the rulings from the salon becoming so ever more prevalent that we'll look back on people that we thought were dreadfully uh, inept, like Hodges, and discover that you know we had a pretty good under Hodges. We had a pretty good under Coleman. That's my ta- that's my dark, dreadful thought. I'll tuck that away because you might be right. All right, you want to uh, please? You want to take a break for the uh, Super Bowl? Let's do that. Fifteen hundred ESPN presents. 52 super stories leading up to the big game. Brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Where you always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Here's Patrick Royce.
5: Number one on my list of the great eight Super Bowls you've been waiting, I know, was number 13, as well as the fifth and last Super Bowl played in Miami's historic Orange Bowl. Pittsburgh 35, Dallas 31 on January 21, 1979. I've always been of the opinion that the Steelers of the 70s were the greatest assemblage of NFL talent of my lifetime. And apparently the Pro Football Hall of Fame voters agree, since 11 of those Steelers are in Canton. The Cowboys Cowboys were almost their equal in talent, even though they only have five of the players from the 1978 roster in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Tony Dorsett, Jackie Smith, Roger Staubach, Randy White, and Rayfield. Right. Cowboys also had Drew Pearson and Tony Hill as receivers, Ed tall jones at defensive end, Cliff Harris and Charlie Waters at the safeties, and all kinds of other guys. They had tremendous talent. This was the first season of the 16-game schedule in the NFL and also the first with a wild-card round in the playoffs. Dallas was 12-4 and and beat Atlanta and the L.A. Rams in the playoffs. Pittsburgh was 14-2 and at manhandled Denver and Houston Oilers. Dallas's Hollywood Henderson, the wonderfully talented, goofy linebacker, was the star attraction during the long week of pregame interviews. It was for this game that Hollywood questioned the intelligence of Pittsburgh quarterback Terry Bradshaw by saying, he couldn't spell cat if you spot him the C and the A. Dallas had a 14-7 lead early in the second quarter after linebacker Mike Higman went 37 yards for a touchdown with a Bradshaw fumble. The Steelers came right back when Bradshaw threw 10 yards over the middle to John Stallworth and Stallworth cut through a couple of tackles and completed a 75-yard touchdown. Then in the third quarter, Came the infamous Jackie Smith drop that would have tied the game at 21.
1: Roger, back to throw, has a man open in the end zone. Cut, touchdown! Drop.
5: After that, there was a questionable interference that led to a 22-yard touchdown run by Franco Harris. Short kick that Randy White tried to field while wearing a cast on his hand, and that led to another touchdown. 35-17 with 6.51 left. Cowboys came back with two touchdowns to make it 35-31. They had a lot of bad breaks that day. Cowboys collection that was taking on what I consider to be the best team ever. Also a bad break for the sports books in Vegas. The game opened with Pittsburgh as a 3.5-point favorite favorite. A bunch of Steelers money rolled in, moving the line to four and a half. Then the Cowboys money came rolling in and the game settled at four. The early Pittsburgh bettors were paid. The later Cowboys bettors were paid and everyone else got a push, meaning the sports books were middled for tens of millions and they have since referred to January 21, 1979 in Las Vegas as Black Sunday. 52 Super
2: Stories continues next week. Brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, where you always get straight talk not sugar-coated advice and for more details on super bowl 52 coming to the twin cities in 2018 sign up for the host committee email at mnsuperbowl.com could the case be made that joe buck senior and junior have called the most significant sporting events in minnesota history 1500 espn is kstp st paul minneapolis it's 21 thank you Succi boy it's the rook here for